Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you. Now, welcome to a Soul Food special. This is a special episode of Soul Food uh, dedicated to Jesus, peace be upon him. Uh, and we thought we'd do a special episode on Jesus uh, because something really interesting is happening this year that the birthday of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, coincides with Christmas this year. So we thought, what better time? Then to, to talk about during these days that are uh, very special for our Christian friends, to talk about uh, the Muslim perspective of Jesus right? and, and the relationship that we have as Muslims of our love and appreciation for Jesus and to share that because there's a lot of craziness going on in the world and I won't name names but there's certain uh, you know political candidates uh, uh, who are running for presidency, who are out there fanning the flames of discord and hatred and making Muslims seem like this alien, foreign, different, strange, violent uh, people. So it's really important that we actually clarify what do Muslims believe and what's Islam about. So today's episode is dedicated to talking about Jesus, peace be upon him, uh, and that we as Muslims have this deep connection and that there's a, a connection between all the prophets and messengers and all those who were sent by God. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to look at the family of Imran, and we'll talk about who those people are shortly. We'll look at the Lady Mary, peace be upon her. We'll look at the birth of Jesus, peace be upon him. We'll look a little bit at his life and miracles. And finally, we'll look at the relationship between Prophet Jesus and Prophet Muhammad. May peace be upon them both. So who are the family of Imran? Uh, what we're going to look at in this episode especially is mostly just verses of Qur'an. And I would invite you uh, to actually go and look at some of these verses in the Qur'an about Jesus and about Mary. And I think a lot of people will be amazed at the beautiful, uh, uh, the beautiful verses in which God talks about Jesus, peace be upon him, and his mother Mary. May peace be upon her as well. Uh, Mary was the daughter of Imran. And Imran was a righteous man, and his wife Hanna, and these are their Arabic names, perhaps in Hebrew or in Aramaic, it would be pronounced a little bit differently. But God says in the Quran, God chose Adam, Noah, Abraham's family, and the family of Imran over all other people. In one line of descent, God hears and knows all. And this is in verse 3. This is in Surah 3, verse 33, I'm sorry. This is the third chapter and the 33rd verse of that chapter, talking about how the family of Imran is chosen over all other people, and that's the father of Mary. So God tells us that uh, uh, Mary's mother, Hanna, and her father, Imran, they couldn't have children, and they were trying for a really long time to have children, so her mother turned to God and prayed intensely, asking for a child. And the Qur'an says that Imran's wife, 
said, Lord, I have dedicated what is growing in my womb entirely to you. So when she got pregnant, she was so happy that God had blessed her with a pregnancy that she said, I have dedicated what is growing in my womb entirely to you. So accept this from me. You are the one who hears and knows all. And she promised God that if she, when she has this child, that she would dedicate this child to the holy temple uh, to be a serv- servant of God and a worshiper there. And when her child was born, there was something that was unexpected. She thought she was going to have a son. And if she has a son, her son would go to the temple and worship there. But God tells us in the Quran, but when she gave birth, she said, my Lord, I have given birth to a girl. God knows best what she had given birth to. The male is not like the female. And this is chapter 3, verse 36. So God is continuing to tell us the story about this special family. So what's beautiful here is that God tells her that this female child will be more special than the male child that she was expecting. She thought, I would have a male child. He would be in the temple, the holy temple in Jerusalem, and worship God and, and pray. But Mary was going to be even greater than, than her expectations. So then when she gave birth, she says, I name her Mary, and I commend her and her offspring and her children to come to your protection, to God's protection from the devil, from Satan. And this is beautiful because she makes this prayer for her daughter as soon as her new baby is born, who is to be the mother of Jesus. She says, I seek refuge in you for her and all of her children to come from the devil. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, he said a beautiful uh, a statement where he said, no baby is born except that the devil touches them at birth, making it scream from the touch of the devil, that the baby scream from the touch of the devil except Mary and her son, that when they were born, they were completely protected from that devilish influence and experience. So then Mary grows up and she's accepted into the temple because her uncle is Prophet Zechariah, Zechariah in Arabic. So she grows up in the temple and she is extremely special. And she has all these miracles that occur to her. And because she was a female in the temple, and the only female in the temple, she kind of was secluded. She was in a room on her own, and she would just pray day and night. And her solitude gave her a spiritual advantage, that she was just so immersed in dedicating herself to God and turning to Allah and you know worshiping and praying that she performed miracles and she surpassed the other men in the temple, so much so that Prophet Zechariah, Zechariah, peace be upon him, he would come to check in on her, and he would find that she would have food in her little room where she would worship. But it wasn't just any food. She would have fruits and food that would grow in the winter. She would have them in the summertime. And foods that would grow in the, win- in the summer that she would have in the wintertime. So he asked her, he said, Mary, how is it that you have these provisions? Like, where are you getting these from? And she said, they are from God. God provides limitlessly for whoever he will, that these have been given to me, specially by God. And that is still in in chapter 3, verse 37. 
So Prophet Zechariah is so uh, uh, impressed and inspired by the state of this saintly woman who was his niece that he turns to God and he says, if God is giving her uh, uh, winter fruits in the summer and summer fruits in the winter and God provides limitlessly, then I should pray to God for a child despite the fact that I'm an old man. So he prays to God for a child, uh, and he's given his son John, John the Baptist, peace be upon him. The angel said to Mary, the Quran states, the angel said to Mary, Mary, God has chosen you and made you pure. He has truly chosen you above all women. Mary, be devout to your Lord. Prostrate yourself in worship and bow down with those who pray. So even these miracles, angels speaking to her, these uh, miraculous provisions, they're a precursor to an even greater miracle that God has in store for her, and that is the birth of Jesus. And this is, you know, what is known as this miraculous conception. And the Qur'an has, you know, a lot to say about that, where God says, the angel said, Mary, God gives you news of a word from him whose name will be the Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, who will be held in honor in this world and the next, who will be one of those brought near to God. He will speak to people in his infancy and in his adulthood. He will be one of the righteous. She said, My Lord, how can I have a son when no man has touched me? The angel said, This is how God creates what he will. When he has ordained something, he only says, Be and it is. He will teach him the scripture and wisdom, the Torah and the gospel. He will send him as a messenger to the children of Israel. And this takes us now to the 19th chapter of the Quran, where there's an entire chapter of the Quran that is named after the saintly woman, the mother of Jesus, which is known as Surah Maryam, or the Surah of Mary. And God says in this chapter, which is chapter 19, Mention in the Qur'an the story of Mary. She withdrew from her family to a place to the east and secluded herself away. We sent our spirit, which is the angel Gabriel, we sent our spirit to appear before her in the form of a perfected man. She said, I seek the Lord of mercy's protection against you. If you have any fear of him, do not approach. But he said, I am but a messenger from your Lord come to announce to you the gift of a pure son. She said, how can I have a son when no man has touched me, and I have not been unchaste? And he said, this is what your Lord said. It is easy for me. We shall make him a sign to all people, a blessing from us. And so it was ordained. She conceived him. She withdrew to a distant place, and when the pains of childbirth drove her to cling to the trunk of a palm tree, she exclaimed, I wish I had been dead and forgotten long before all this. But a voice cried to her from below, Do not worry. Your Lord has provided a stream at your feet, and if you shake the trunk of the palm tree towards you, it will deliver fresh ripe dates for you to eat. So eat, drink, be glad, and say to anyone you may see, I have vowed to the Lord of mercy to abstain from conversation, and I will not talk to anyone today. So this is the beginnings of the story of the birth of Jesus, that Mary, peace be upon her, 
you know, uh, secludes herself, and the angel Gabriel comes to her and says, I bring you the good news of a pure son. And she says, how can that happen? I've never been touched by a man. How can I be pregnant when I've had no relationship? I'm not married and I've never been touched by a man. And he says, that is how God does what he wills. All he says is be and it is. That God is not limited to the, you know, the, the uh, means and the cause and effect of the worldly laws that we're limited to. So it goes on, the Qur'an goes on, and, and God says, she went back to her people carrying the child. So she gave birth. And she comes back to her people, and they're amazed, they're shocked. How could you have a child when you were one of the saintly worshipers who were allowed to enter into the temple and uh, were of those who we all respected and looked up to? She went back to her people carrying the child, and they said, Mary, you have done something terrible. Sister of Aaron, your father was not an evil man, and your mother was not unchaste. She pointed at the baby. They said, how can we converse with an infant? But he said, I am a servant of God. He has granted me the scripture, made me a prophet, and made me blessed wherever I may be. He commanded me to pray, to give alms as long as I live, and to cherish my mother. He did not make me domineering or graceless. Peace was on me the day I was born, and will be on me the day I die, and the day I am resurrected to life again. Such was Jesus, son of Mary. That's the Quranic description of the birth of Jesus. And it's a beautiful uh, description and God says, you know, that peace be upon Jesus the day he was born and the day he dies and the day of resurrection when he's resurrected once again. That this is the day that he's born is an important day. It's a day of peace. It's a day that, that he came into the world and that he spoke and declared that he was a prophet of God. Now let's look at some of his miracles. Uh, once again from the Quran, God says, he will send him as a messenger to the children of Israel. I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. I will make the shape of a bird for you out of clay, then breathe into it, and with God's permission it will become a real bird. I will heal the blind and the leper, and bring the dead back to life with God's permission, that we believe in these amazing miracles of Jesus, and that these miracles were signs given to him by God to prove that he was a prophet and messenger. Another verse says, when the disciples said, and this is about, you know, what is often referred to as the Last Supper. When the disciples said, Jesus, son of Mary, can your Lord send down a feast to us from heaven? He said, beware of God if you are true believers. They said, we wish to eat from it, to have our hearts reassured, to know that what you have told us is the truth and to be witnesses of it. Jesus, son of Mary, said, Lord, send down to us a feast from heaven so that we can have a festival, the first and last of us, and a sign from you. Provide for us, you are the best provider. God said, I will send it down to you, but anyone who disbelieves after this will be punished with a punishment that I will not inflict on anyone else in the world. And then God grants them this heavenly 
feast that the apostles around Jesus uh, uh, eat from and enjoy. When it comes to Jesus, peace be upon him, the main point of difference is that Muslims believe that he's a prophet of God and that he's not, we don't believe that God is made up of parts or that God is anything like his creation, that we don't believe that God is some big man in the sky, but that God is beyond and infinitely uh, perfect in ways that the human mind cannot fully fathom. Uh, and we believe that Jesus, peace be upon him, is his noble prophet and messenger. And another major point of difference is that Muslims believe that Jesus was not crucified, but he was rather raised by God to the heavens, and it was only made to appear that he was crucified because his enemies were, were seeking him. And we believe that uh, Jesus, peace be upon him, will eventually come back and that he uh, will fight the Antichrist, and that he will defeat the Antichrist, and then he will live his life on earth like all human beings as a prophet and messenger uh, until God wills for him to pass away, and then he will be resurrected in the hereafter. There's a beautiful relationship between Jesus and the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon both of them. Uh, and as we're taught within Islam, is that the prophets are brothers, that they see each other as being from the same family, the same spiritual family, and that the prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, whenever he would talk about Jesus, peace be upon him, is that it would be with the utmost love and reverence and respect. And we also believe that Jesus told his people at the time about the coming of the Prophet Muhammad. God says in the Qur'an, in Surah, in chapter 61, verse 6, Jesus, son of Mary, said, Children of Israel, I am sent to you by God, confirming the Torah that came before me, and bringing good news of a messenger that will come after me, whose name is Ahmed. Ahmed is the name of the Prophet Muhammad uh, that is known in heaven. And his name on earth is Muhammad. So Jesus, peace be upon him, before the Prophet Muhammad came into this world, he was known as Ahmad. So he said, I come of news, I bring news of a messenger that will come after me whose name is Ahmad. So already we see in the Qur'an this beautiful link and connection between the two. And in the life of the Prophet Muhammad, uh, during one of the most important uh, events in his life, which is known as the Isra and Mi'raj, the night journey and ascent to paradise. Uh, uh, on that night, the prophet was taken by the angel Gabriel to Jerusalem. And then from Jerusalem, he was taken into the heavens. And he had a meeting and an intimate discourse with God, the exalted. That during that journey, on their way to Jerusalem, the angel Gabriel stopped and told the prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, to pray in a particular place. And after the Prophet Muhammad was done praying, he asked the angel Gabriel, why did I pray here? What is this place? And he says, this is the place where Jesus was born. This is the place where Jesus was born. That there was that, that, that place and that experience and that event was so important that the angel Gabriel brought the Prophet Muhammad to pray there. Peace and blessings be upon him. So you see this beautiful connection.
and you see, uh, uh, you know, that there's so much in common and that there's so much to, to respect about, uh, uh, you know, the understanding that we have as Muslims regarding Jesus, peace be upon him. So that brings us to the call to action. This is a soul food special, and it's, it's pretty different from a lot of what we've done so far. But just this particular time of year and this particular opportunity, and I know that, uh, you know, there are people out there uh, who listen to soul food who are from other faith traditions. So I just wanted to share this with you all because we're always looking at, we're always looking at the Qur'an and the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad as it relates to spiritual refinement. But I wanted to share what we believe about Jesus, peace be upon him. And the call to action is that we should grow in love and appreciation of these most beloved uh, human beings in the sight of God. That you and I and everyone, in the, you know, everyone who, who is a believer and everyone who has the potential to become a believer should grow in love for these uh, beautiful radiant, special human beings who God sent so that we could come closer to God. And the second call to action, this is special, so it's a little bit different, is to share this with friends and co-workers and colleagues and anyone else that you want to share it with uh, to spread that love and to celebrate uh, these beautiful prophets Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, and the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and to show people this beautiful link. So share this with others. And uh, help to clarify uh, and clear up the misconceptions about Islam. Uh, so that brings us to an end. Uh, I hope and pray that uh, you enjoyed this episode and that uh, you gained some, some meaning out of it uh, and grew sort of in appreciation and love uh, and reverence for Jesus, peace be upon him, for his saintly mother, the Lady Mary, peace be upon her, and for the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, and recognizing that all of these uh, uh, luminaries, all of these uh, refined spiritual masters and prophets and messengers and saints are uh, from the same spiritual family that they were people who dedicated themselves to God, people who called others to the truth. Uh, and that's something worth reflecting on and celebrating and living by. So we'll end here. Uh, uh, please uh, uh, have a wonderful winter break and holidays uh, for, for our Christian friends and, and everyone else who may be listening. Uh, please remember us in your prayers. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين and may god's peace and blessings be upon the prophet muhammad and upon prophet jesus and upon mary and all the prophets and messengers and may the the peace and blessings of god be upon you all assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh at the door step to your abode i dismount from the right i rode and dragged my guilty feet Alhamdulillah, oh, 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 the shoes come off as I knock the door, eyes downcast upon the floor, struggling to repeat, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. 
Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah 